man, my voice different, is shot. Different show. This is All my right, wife thinks I'm out. super sexy when I lose my voice. Like she's like she'll she'll pull me over and she'll be like, just talk to me. I'll be like, hey baby. <laughs> you're like <laughs> you're like the mortgage is due. She's like, okay, right. shut up. Right. <laughs> Did you do the whites? <laughs> I need underwear. I'm just uh those dishes aren't gonna wash themselves. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, when he lost his life. Mm, yeah. And then the stabbing began. <laughs> and and then it the never stabbing stopped. Began. <laughs> and it never ever stopped. <laughs> anyway. Oh wait, I forgot. We are uh we're live and I need to do the thing. Oh yeah, you must do it. Literally my only job. It's the only reason I exist on this planet. So Joel, now how does it feel? That you know, sound like me all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> huh, honey, bring me some toilet paper. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. <laughs> Lurch. Give me a minute. <laughs> run, run your intro. <laughs> Listen, let me let me explore this. <laughs> no, don't, please. <laughs> Things are moving. Our 15 subscribers are just dropping off one at a time. <laughs> right. That was enough of that. Goodbye. Yeah, so I've had all the shit I'm going to take. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The flaming marshmallow crossbow of internet radio. My name's Mike, and I'll be your host as we explore the... Deep throat voices of the oh. internet. Oh, mm. sorry, mom. Take that one back. I am joined, as always, by my good friends, sexy cat <laughs> singing Joel Crawford. <laughs> Hopefully, people get that reference. I'm not sure, but uh, of the what are we? What are you of this day? Are you? Are we missing digit? Are we makers bits? Who knows? I, I, who I knows? completely. I'm yeah. just. I'm just a man who likes to do things. That's. Very well said. And my good buddy, Izzy Suan of the Maker's hey, Playground. What's happening? Would it be like homie? Just another beautiful day in paradise. <sighs> How your mama and them? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the, my thing. The, the ever-present uh, uh, Southern greeting. Hi, how's yeah. your mom? Hey, how your mama and them? <laughs> how's your mama and them? Oh. So hey boys, it's uh it's good to see. You. It's been a uh week. I was gonna say while, but week came out instead. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a wild week. Yes, for some. For some, we've been off. How busy. about first? Let me just make an apology. Uh, I completely forgot to edit and put up last week's show until Friday. Don't apologize to these people. You because, owe them nothing. Well, thank you. I mean, okay, may may not there, there are some Patreon supporters. And- yeah. We should probably appreciate them, and well, we do appreciate you. We we only charge them when we upload shows. That's and true. That's, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, my week at work has been like nothing I've experienced in a really long time. So, I just it got we'll just it got weird. That's all I'm going to say. So, but we're we're back to somewhat normal now. Part time professional podcasters. Yes, or something. I don't know. That's so. what they say. But uh, we're going to wait to ask you what you've been up to, Joel, because uh, I think that uh, it might take a minute. Could be. So uh, Hit up the normally, big bear over there, the, the well-groomed big bear over there. Yes. Well, normally I would, uh, mine is quick, so I will just go ahead and start by telling you what I have been up to. And then, because I know both of you have things, and I've please, seen please his, his Instagram stories, so he's he's been busy. I see wooden caterpillars coming to life, so they're, they're, you better have a story to tell. But at any rate, so uh, yeah, I cleaned my garage. You know the thing I've been talking about doing and since my daughter's goes graduation. Wild, yes. So uh, after a full four months, I finally went out there this weekend and did that, and it's only nine thousand degrees, and it's fall. So. I don't. Uh, I just want to say to my parents, I want to say thank you for throwing all that styrofoam out the window when you guys were younger. <laughs> you turned you've turned our planet into a into a burning hellscape and uh, convection oven. All I of like us are all. sweatier for it. Thanks, appreciate it. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, basically all I've been doing. I, my my week has been work and then cleaning. So I hate myself, and uh, that's it. But anyway. Hey, by the way, a uh, little celebration for me too. Uh, I have hit the down a full sixty pounds now. 
So 61 total, as a matter of fact, in you less are, than 20 days. You awesome. are a sex kitten right now. I know. No. You are. Unless give, sex me, give me a little means... growl. Come on. <laughs> Live it up. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no sex or kitten. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Hashtag married life. Hashtag I weep when no one's looking. Hashtag long hashtag. So sorry. So, but uh, Izzy Swan, sir, gentleman, scholar, what have you been up to this week? Kidney stones. Holy shit. <laughs> Not me. Would that explain the uh, Perrier that you're drinking? No, no, not me. I don't. I've never had a kidney stone in my life. My kidneys don't even work like they're supposed to, so I don't think they can make stones. I don't no. think kidneys make stones. I think it's a byproduct of something that went wrong. No, Danielle. Um, Tuesday oh, night. Shit. Yeah, Tuesday night. She was, you know, in agony and refusing to go to the ER. So he beat her over the head with a club and dragged her to the ER and doc. Her vitals, her blood work, everything came back fine. They gave her a chest X-ray to see if maybe it was pneumonia or something like that because she'd mm-hmm. been, you know, battling colds and stuff. But other than then, she came home and Thursday, two days later, back in the ER, with she's just keeling over in pain. Well, the and, best part about kidney stones is they can't do anything for them. <laughs> so they finally, um, they finally did a. Uh, Cat scan and figured out that she has a nine millimeter kidney stone. So a three eighths kidney stone Jeez. caught between her kidney and her uterus and in her utera in her utera. Oh, I'm saying that or I'm saying it wrong. Urethra. No, you just made me sweaty. No. Urethra is from the bladder to the out, and it's the utera from the kidney to the bladder. And um, they call that they call, <laughs> they call it they call, what do they call that pain? Um, re, Renal colic. They call that's what the, the name they give the pain. They gave it a like name. A baby. Renal colic is they they gave the, the pain is so serious they gave it a name. So find out she has this kidney stone, and then um, she's going in for surgery on Tuesday morning because they couldn't get anybody. It was late Friday by the time. Are they, they gonna got, Are so, they gonna so, jackhammer so it? They're going to go in natu- the natural parts Ugh. and, and um, with one of those cameras and orthoscopic. Type of situations, put in a stint, and then blast it into pieces. Yep, yep. <laughs> so. They do. They do the ultrasonic jackhammering. Oh boy, yep. you just made my balls tighten so, up in a way I didn't know they could. So there. That's that was. I've been spending mm. a lot of time with the kids this week, and not you know, um, you know, most of you guys know Danielle. You know, she takes care of the kids and the house, and she does. You know, she's a pretty awesome gal, and but she's you know. And she's still trying to keep her down even now. She's medicated now, which has been, you know, helping. But you can still see that she's oh. suffering. But uh, I just got goosebumps she, thinking about it again. Trying to keep her down to, you know, like, hey, you just chill. And, you know, I'll I'll cook. And when I say cook, I mean I'll take to the kids to McDonald's like 30 times over the next three days. and Which I hate. I hate McDonald's. <laughs> but um, so... I finally went shopping Saturday morning and got a lot of really easy to make food, so he can just sell you, you know, guy stuff. But anyway, um, so dealing with that all week, and then I've uh, been working on a. I, I guess I could talk about it now because I kind of let the cat out of the bag on Instagram. Um, I've been sharing the build process over on Maker's Playground, and I was going to just amaze the world with my drill-powered walking centipede. Um, but I got into a point in the build where I'm like, I I don't like it. I mean, it, it would have worked just fine the way it was. It just would have been slow. Not slow, but slower than I wanted to. I want this thing to scurry. I want it to, you know, and the way it was, it would have been do, 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 and not scurry. And I'm, I'm like, that's not cool. So decided to rebuild the whole thing. And I figured as long as I was changing the drivetrain system, I would internalize the drivetrain. And I'm not going to explain all that. You'll see it when it comes out. So I, I internalized the drivetrain, made it faster, and a little bit more steampunky looking. Will so there be a video? Be, yeah, yeah, it should be out this coming Sunday. So, mm. and this unfortunately, this is a you know ten foot long, four hundred parts to build this thing. <laughs> Actually, a little bit over that, four hundred individual parts to build it, and um, it, those things take time. So even though I have the CNC to help me cut out, you know, probably 350 of those parts, 
Every single part has to be sanded, routed, sometimes routed on both sides, modified, drilled, tapped, finished, and each one has to be kind of tweaked a little bit to modify its performance. So it's just a lot of repetitive work right now. I'm feeling, I'm, I feel the pain that Maggie must go through working for Joel right now because she's just <laughs> constantly doing this repetitive stuff. And I'm like, oh God, I don't Spartan. know how she does it. Welcome so, to my world. Yeah. So I'm, mm. and then I, I built one com- pretty much completely minus the drivetrain. And now I scrapped, I just got done taking it apart because I'm going to use, I, I, I didn't manage to redesign the other one so I could use the legs off of <laughs> this one and some of the, the oak dowels and stuff. So it's like, oh, that great. I saved myself 50 bucks. So, mm. but, um, so I, I did that and I, re- I spent, um, when I'm not, you know, wrestling, wrestling the littles, and we call my youngest kids the littles. Um, I've been working on the design and process for the, the next one, which, <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be good. So, we we call my two youngest daughters. Uh, Stop fighting up there before I kick the shit out of both of you. <laughs> basically, the only name they respond to at this point. So I, we're pretty lucky so far. They're not to that age yet. They still get along pretty well. They'll get there. Yeah. See, my problem is I don't hit my kids. That's the and, and no, I, I have I to remind them. Just because I haven't hit you doesn't mean I won't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't. We're not. We're not a spanking family either. But, no, I wouldn't um, hit my daughters. I, if my if one of my daughters was setting my other daughter on fire, I don't know that I'd be able to hit her. So, just I don't have it in me. I suggest putting out the fire first. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, maybe, like in an order of maybe grab the match. Yeah, or maybe you <laughs> yeah. should stop the fire first. No, don't spank or, your kids. There's a lot of science is the on this punishment. We, we've had this conversation before. Don't spank your kids. It's it's bad for them. Long term, short term, all of it. Especially if you're a father hitting your daughters. You're you're don't do that. Bad person. You're a bad person. Look in the mirror and say, Hey, I'm a bad person and then go back to never hitting your kids again. I grew up I grew up kind of rough, similar somewhat similar to what Mike went through. And I remember the last fight and I've gotten in several fights with my father. I mean, knocked down, drag out, broken noses, bloody faces, busted lips, fist fights with my dad. The last fight I ever got was after he hit my sister, like punched her. In the shoulder, he never punched her in the face. You know, well, he like he did, like he bad did, aim, like he did to me. <laughs> but, but he he punched her in the shoulder, and it, and I mean, I always I always protected my sister and my brother, and I went after him. I tore him up. <laughs> so, but it was only because I I got him I got him blindly before turn around. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem is I can't like my father didn't. My father gave, he kicked the shit out of me once when I was 15. And I remember it. I can still smell what was burning in the air at the time. <laughs> like, Because I, I gave him that look. My parents were divorced. This is kind of a funny story, but probably won't come off that way. But I'll tell it anyway, because we've got an hour to kill. Um, I was 15. I just got to fight. My mother threw a VCR at me. Because, um, you know, those used to be a thing. VCR kids that used to play movies. Um, but so through a VCR, me and or bludgeoned people to death. Yeah, we were fighting. And um, I think it was over a ketchup bottle, if I remember correctly. Uh, that's a different story. So she calls my father and, you know, he's nine minutes away or however long it takes him to get there. And she's like, he's going to kill you when he gets here. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he comes walking through the door and I, I'm like, I, she yelled at me because I didn't put the ketchup back right and then she threw a vcr at me and he's like you will respect your mother and you know this you're making this harder than it ever did. and i stood up to him and i was like i'm not afraid of you <laughs> <laughs> whoops and so because you know poorly. i was 15 i'd been working out i did a i did push-ups you know like i was <laughs> like i had i had all my uh my my youthful testosterone firing on all cylinders and uh yeah he looked at me and he was like he had this look in his face like it wasn't anger. It was more like amusement. He was sad. He was sad that now he had to kill me. Like he was like, he's like you know. He had this look in his face like you were a good one, but <laughs> not anymore. And he no, opened. He, you. he hit me with his palm on, in the center of my forehead, and I just remember my legs being draped over the arm of the couch <laughs> as I was staring at the ceiling, and I was like, "Holy shit, that hurts!" <laughs> so. I sprinted through the uh, screen door, which I was forced to pay for uh, after 
I came back to consciousness and started running away. And he chased me with his truck and uh, was able, apparently I can't outrun a Ford F-150. It's just a quick, quick note to self. So uh, yeah, he dragged me back in the house and kicked the shit out of me. And uh, you know, deservedly so you, you really shouldn't stand up to your father and be like, I'm not afraid of you. I'll kick the shit out of you. Cause you're wrong. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was an interesting time. The sweet memories as we like to call them. It's funny cause uh, my mother's birthday, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but my mother's birthday uh, was this last Friday and my Facebook post to her was like, how are you still alive? <laughs> so, um, we, we do share tender moments. Now my, I, my mother and I actually have a really cool relationship nowadays. And you know, we've, we've kind of moved past all of the shit from the past because like I've said before, um, forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. It's uh it's, it doesn't, doesn't do you any good to be pissed off at other folks. But, um, I, we, I, I still have to break her balls as much as possible because she's earned it. So <laughs> absolutely <laughs> earned it. But, uh, so are you are now Izzy? Are you planning to? Uh, we are all three of us, and Joel, we're, we're, we I'm I'm not skipping over you. I'm I'm delaying it no, intentionally. No, 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 you're fine. <clears throat> um, are you? Uh, we all three of us will be at the Klingspore. Um, I'm, I'm I don't have all, the energy to do the extravaganza thing right now. Do I? Uh, all four of us. Extravaganza. I think Joel should all, do it with his. All four of us will be at the extravaganza. Yes. Who's four? Steve, the robot. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know it had a name. Steve. Steve. It's always Steve. Is yep. it? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give Steve away. So. No, no shit. So, yeah. You know what's funny? Somebody my, bring a truck. My father. Yeah, it is eleven have, feet long. Just or yeah. shy of that, but it's long. Well, I mean, it's coming it there shorter. in a Prius. So don't don't make yourself too crazy. No, it's not. <laughs> so uh, interesting note, and Maggie uh, asked me because because she's like, so can we? enter the win a shop thing and because Klingspor is giving away a whole shop worth of tools well, you can't but she can well funny enough we're not employees no oh, that's right no we don't have anything we're barely vendors <laughs> where we, they don't even like us yeah right they exactly tolerate right. us they pay us they pay us like peanuts to make sure we stop calling them and that's Basically. the extent that's the extent of our agreement with them. So yeah, that's the uh, so every I'm every time I ask for a discount, that. every time I ask for a discount, I get to don't don't we pay you for this? And that's the end of it. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's like, hey, this is Mike Laffey, and and Mike Ziegler's like, don't call me again. <laughs> hey guys, it's Mike Laffey. Hello, hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we should probably just just one time, and being that you know we are just, getting ready to go to the, just wait. being that we are getting ready to go to their extravaganza, we should for the for the record, we should just clear the uh, the air. The relationship that we have with those guys over there is actually a fantastic one. Um, even though we torture them incessantly, and I call them virgins and all kinds of other things. Um, by the way, anybody else that wants to sponsor us, <laughs> all this could be yours. All that could be yours. <laughs> Hey, this is the uh, this is the premium package right here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we actually the guys over at the Clean Sport, fantastic human beings. Uh, Mike Z that uh, over there is just a sweetheart of a human being. Um, every time I've talked to him, he kind of looks at me like he he really expects me to be like this big dumb person. And then anytime I say something even remotely intelligent, he gives me this look like like when a puppy hears a whistle, kind of like cocks his head. <laughs> he gives me that shit all the time. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, Coleman and all the people over there that we deal with on a regular basis are just amazing folks. We have a really good relationship with them. Um, and, and you uh, can too. <laughs> and unicorn meat will save you $5 on any of your orders. People no are joke. amazed to find out that that actually works. So I figured I'd throw that my, plug in early. My favorite thing in the whole wide world is when we're in one of their stores. And because the stores don't do a lot of the online ordering. No. Like they have, a, they have another separate little entity that does that. Uh, at their at their main corporate offices, and uh, and and you walk up with like a box of sandpaper, and you're like, uh, can you put in a code? And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and you're like, unicorn meat. And they're like, excuse me, <laughs> what, what? 
Yeah, well, the funny part just is, just type it in. One when word, the cashiers find meat. out it works, they look as surprised as like <laughs> they, exactly, like exactly. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Like when I, I can imagine when uh, the apostles first saw Jesus walk on water, they had that look on their face. Is the same that the people <laughs> with the unicorn meet Very do. possible. Yeah. <gasps> oh my that's God! A, that's a. Thing. This is a code. <laughs> That this is we, that's been going on for what a year now? Is it's that about right? a year? I think. I think. Yeah. We, we so, started. I got drunk on a podcast once and just <laughs> shot that out, and it's become a whole thing. It's on our okay. website. It's ridiculous that that's still around. I made Jesus. a graphic for it. You did. It's gorgeous. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so God anyway. bless Klingspor. Oh, Woodworking. They are saints. Something something dot com. Yeah. What's their website again? Izzy. Woodworkingshop.com. I, I can't. Uh, it's a, a year now we've been doing this. I just can't remember it. It's freaking ridiculous. Woodworkingshop.com. Uh, yeah. I still forget. Woodworking. Well, I don't order anything from there. I get everything from Amazon. They're, they're too expensive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Teasing. But uh, anyway. So, hello, Joel. Sir. We have, uh, we have, we have shelved you until now, but please. 20, 22 things. minutes in, and I will begin my day. So we had uh, Maker Fair Atlanta, which is, so it's it's a weird uh, world we're living in. We're post-Make corporate, and if you don't know who Make is, Make started as a magazine and continued as a magazine, but also they had a kind of corporate entity, and basically they would do anything that was kind of um, nouveau- DIY and electronics and they got very popular when the advent of 3d printing got started, um, 10 years back or so. And it excellent resource for people learning. And it, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a letdown this last year when they filed for, uh, basically closure. I think, I don't know if it was a full on bankruptcy or if they're just reorganizing or what, but, uh, but the, the long story short is that throughout these last 10, 10, 12 years, they've been doing these huge uh, events and they're much like Burning Man or anything else. It's where all the weird and crazy people that love to create artists. Well, it is to... nothing like Burning Man, trust me. Well, well, but, but it's that same, <laughs> right. Yeah. That without, same, all the, without all the meth, without ecstasy, all the nudity and, and drugs, you mean. <laughs> to, yeah. to be fair, it, it's that same type of environment minus the, uh, the, the drugs the, and orgies counterculture of it and uh and so so uh you know it's it's but it's it's all the people that are wanting to learn and teach and do all those things and it was fantastic and unfortunately those things have uh uh gotten um shelved uh there is no guarantee that maker fair on the west coast which is san francisco and uh there's no guarantee that new york will exist uh, it isn't time for them to, but, uh, chances are that's not, it's just not going to exist. So, um, so, but that does leave some of the cool things to have happen, which are the organizations that already do maker fairs around the country, like Atlanta, um, are kind of off a leash. And while we still do the maker fair name and pay them the royalties and everything like that, um, as long as we get funding, the show will continue. And actually puts us in a really good position. And this year, uh, because of that, we rented an entire stadium. And we rented the 1996 uh, Olympic Stadium in Atlanta, which was I will go field. next year if you change the date to, like, December or January. Because I am no. not showing up there when it's 90 freaking million degrees outside. No, sadly, sadly, we have to do it now because, and here's the reason why, Turner Field, long story short again, uh, was sold off to uh, Georgia State University, GSU. And it is now the GSU Panthers uh, playground. It's their football stadium. And it's awesome. It's, it's very college-esque. It's, a, it's, a, it's sports ball. And, uh, oh, you and mean so that one where they throw the weird-looking leather ball and wear tight pants? That's or other things you do on Tuesday nights. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, so so wait, hold we on. Have to be in uh, we, before we the season get, starts. Can we not skip past this real quick? I want to talk more about the leather pants and touching balls. No, we got we got to keep <laughs> okay, moving. Okay, moving on. It was it was a 
it was a busy, busy, uh, it was a busy, busy weekend. So I, in an effort to help out, volunteered as a staff member, um, for Maker Fair Atlanta, and we put together an amazing show and it was 25,000 people that wandered around. Uh, and there were like, I don't know how many makers were in. I never took, I, it wasn't my department. My department was in kind of marketing. So, uh, so yeah, so we, we did, uh, a, just a ton of stuff. We had giant robots and, 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 uh, some guy made these electric scooter, like, like mini bikes. Um, but they were like panda bears that you could drive around on. So you're riding panda bears all over the place. And, uh, so our part, we, we were also exhibitors. So we brought uh, about 175 um, marshmallow guns. They were crossbows and, um, we fabbed them up. I, I worked on them this last week, got the prototypes down and then four hours before we were to leave, uh, we started assembling them and putting them together. We got five people in the shop, everybody just sanding things and stacking parts together and making triggers and all the things. And we were able to put about 175 of those together. And, uh, there are now 175 kids annoying their parents with, uh, with marshmallows all over the house. You're I like shot... the grandfather that shows up and, and throws the bag of M&Ms on the counter and then right. goes, Hey kids, what did you use for the bow or for the, the flexi part? So, uh, in, in order to make it a, a easy, uh, build and able to be repetitively used because, you know, making a bow is a process right? Like you, there are woods that are good for that. There are not other ways. Anyway. So what we did is we did a stationary and then used a rubber band, a very kind of high torquey rubber band for it. And you could get a mini marshmallow, try throwing a mini marshmallow 10 feet. They're too light, but we could get them about 30 feet, uh, before they would drop off in like altitude. Did you use, so, you used a rubber, a rubber band or did you use like surgical tubing? What did you No, we used a rubber band. I went on, I, I, <laughs> I you ordered. The, you ordered the. It's actually still considered a surgical. Uh, yeah, it's line. it's yeah, definitely a, like a latex, like like yeah. real rubber. Yeah, it's the same band. stuff I use when I make bows, little you know slingshots for the kids. That right. Are, that yeah, are yeah, yeah. Too too powerful. It's 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 good, and it's it's. I've I fired the same one all weekend. I hit two thousand people. I mean, I, I when they would <laughs> ignore us because there's a lot going on, right? And, and we're not, we don't have any big lights or flashing displays, but I fired two thousand. I, I know I did at least 2000 rounds of ammo and, and I would just hit people from across the room. I know it was at least 94 or five there. So what happened to the marshmallows? They get melt and stick all over everything. No. In fact, the best thing about it is when the marshmallows get a little hard because we, we opened all the bags (laughs) to, to let them get a little stale. Because you don't want super smushy marshmallows. You want them to stale out. You need them to lose their, when they get a little bit harder, they perform much better because they, they shrink just a little bit and they get, they get, uh, the, the impact from the rubber band doesn't get absorbed as much. So you get a much better projectile, but, uh, we're going to, I think we're going to do a variant of it or something, maybe for doing dog treats or something. I don't know exactly what we'll figure something out for it. M&M shooter, something. Something that's fun and interesting, but, but, but M&M shooter sounds like a liability problem. So, so here's the You're funny You're going to shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> I'm doing this thing. Like I've shot 2000, 1997 people and it's the end of Sunday. And I have like one or two crossbows left. We sold out of them early. I kept a couple of back just to make sure the late people had a chance to, to get them. And we gave away a ton of them. We sold a ton of them. We just wanted to recoup the cost of them. And uh, by the way, I need I three sh- of these when I you. Sh- uh, when I'm going to make. I'm going to do another batch, and I'm going to send them out to everybody. If anybody wants one, just send me a message. I'll send you a little kit. It's super easy. Uh, <laughs> Gary Gary wants two. By the way, he's oh yeah, absolutely no problem. Uh, <laughs> so I cocked it, and You're I welcome, was Gary. shooting around. And there's a kid that walked up, and he just happened to turn at just the right moment faced me dead on i shot him in the eye like, <laughs> it was the like the 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 second from the last person that i shot it, the whole time like i shot everybody 
Like people were turning around going, who just tapped me on the shoulder, you know? And, uh, and this, this poor kid, I got, I got him right in the eye. He's like, ah, right. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm sorry. Here, have a crossbow. Have, right? <laughs> don't tell yeah. your mom. And Stop he, crying. His, his dad just said, Hey, that's really cool. His dad's like, that's really cool. And, uh, and I said, yes. So it's temporary learn, blindness. He gets to learn about crossbows and how we settle in liability suits. <laughs> so here's a crossbow. Enjoy the evening. Wait so, until October uh, when he gets mauled by an eleven foot <laughs> robot right? centipede. So we uh we we did this and I mean there was we did a bunch of talks. I imported uh Tim Cunningham, who is a fantastic blacksmith out of Cleveland. He came down. Uh uh Daryl Jones, who is who is a master uh uh at the lathing. And he oh, sweet he sat lathing. we we set him up in a in a workshop room. And even during talks, we split the room up into two things and let people kind of wander in because we had some question and answers for like industry leaders and for, for people that were like library systems and all that, all the stuff that's the education side of Maker Fair. And he just started turning and he did some hollow forms and some other things that are just fantastic. Like, and then Tim was talking all about his blacksmithing stuff. Maggie, uh, my shop manager and, and Tim very early on Sunday morning, went over to the Flint River, uh, Flint River, whatever they are, they're blacksmiths, and they bring out like two giant tents, and they have like ten anvils, and all they do all day long is teach kids how to swing a mallet. It's Flint River knife maker, knife makers. Flint Flint River knife makers, and they were fantastic. They like brought all sorts of railroad spikes, and everybody walked away with like a little shank that they built on there, you know, like, <laughs> like in Jesus in, here, don't in, in what, the forge. Hey, don't put oh, what yeah, was the liability it? insurance cost for this don't thing. By the way. No, we, we just like, like it's like anything goes. And that's the cool thing is that this is one of those places where we had guys that there was a whole giant tent where kids learned maybe the first time ever that they put a soldering gun in their hands and learned to solder. And, and, uh, there were guys that were, you know, making knives, you know, and there were woodworkers like us. And then there were CNC guys and there were guys that, that, that did, you know, aquaponics. And it's, it's just, it's one of those amazing events where you just can't. Did they grow weed right there? Going, how amazing is that? What's that? Oh yeah, did, absolutely. Right, right did, there. What is aquaponics? I just think I, I, it, it tells you a lot about me that I go right to, so they grew weed, right? So, so using fish, using fish and plants to grow together. Yeah. So there's a cycle of, I get it. Three things. There's fish, my there's plants, funnier. there's bacteria. Yeah. You feed the fish, the fish poop, the fish poop feeds the plants and, and the plants clean the water for the fish. Yeah. That's the basic gist of it. And you get some, you can grow plants quite a bit faster than you can in dirt. How did I know you would know about this? I just knew you would know about this. Because I, I do hydroponics. Yes, you do. The same thing without the fish. I actually put chemicals in mine instead of fish poop. Well, way, way easier. Technically, I do throw some fish poop. I have a bottle of fish poop here. Mm, fish poop. Wait, hold on. So, Back yeah. Up. So, it was, no, no, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Don't. He has a bottle of fish poop. Yeah. Go with uh, it. Run with it. Go I, how, no, it's not over there. It's in the. How do you bottle fish poop? I'm confused. Uh, you filter the water that the fish are swimming in and you filter out the poop. And you, you make them in a, pee in funnels. You put it in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I've had our, our, our friend Lauren, she's a, in, I've got these plants in my office and uh, she's told me that I need to uh, put ostrich poop in them. Yep. And I'm like, ostriches, first of all, how do you get ostrich poop? You can uh, buy it. It's not, no, it's not ostriches. I was reading the comments. It's alpaca. Alpaca oh, poop is the thing. You can buy it. So apparently, um let's do some Amazon. yeah they're talking about ostrich ostriches ostriches in the uh, chat here it's throwing me off but yeah alpaca poop is apparently a thing and uh, you have to put it in plants but if i walk into the office with a bag of alpaca poop i think they're gonna want to ask me to leave but uh yeah when you said fish poop in a bottle <laughs> i was very confused by that so but anyway so joel so you you basically you used all of your liability insurance this weekend I did. I used it all. We, we had a blast setting up the fair, um, saw like thousands of people got them in and out of the place. It's as amazing parking. Like it's everything it should be. 
and next year we're going to get everybody. All right, so everybody. For, for the people that couldn't make it, I couldn't make it down there this weekend because my... Uh, I, have, I just put a uh, link family. in the chat for you in the private chat where you can buy ostrich poop for your plants. Nice. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a thing. <laughs> that's real. Um, yeah. That's uh, it's a very weird porn site you just sent me to. Is I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but <laughs> he didn't. That's a joke. But um, I don't even remember what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You, you you were asking for those who couldn't make it. How to stop yes, Mike Jenny's tracks? Ostrich. No, no. This is it. Just takes a minute to reset. So yeah, I, I have I have a family and uh, my daughter this weekend. My my daughter last week had a family or a a very close friend of hers from high school that um, passed away. So she was dealing with some stuff. So uh, we were our initial intention was to go to where she's going to college, but she wanted to kind of work through the weekend on her own. So we decided not to go up there because um, you know. Which another reason, one of the billion reasons I'm proud of her in all the ways. But uh, when I, sorry, I'm looking at the ostrich poop website. <laughs> I thought we decided that we were never going to send each other links to things anymore. <laughs> it wasn't this too much. But uh, so I wasn't able to make it to the Maker's Fair this weekend, even though Joe was very kind to uh, invite me down, offer to let me stay in the bungalow, even though. I'm sure Tony would have showed up and taken it from me because he's a dick that way. No, you, Tony. Split it with Daryl. Oh, but to I don't be mind fair, that. I think Daryl's a heavy sleeper. You would have been fine. So in comparison to the Atlanta woodworking show that I have been to twice and have vowed to never come to again, like what is the difference between that and the Maker Fair? How are, how are they different from one another? Well, so a, a, a traditional woodworking show is uh, – it is a bunch of fantastic people that need help uh, with their gait. So there's a lot of walkers. There's a lot of wheelchairs. Uh, there's it's, a number well, it's of basically things. vendor porn, right? Like it's just like you get you get Craig and all these other you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Arbor yeah. Tech and, and, and it's, they it's, they do it's stuff, fine. Right? and that's great. And, and people are really enthusiastic about those things. Uh, <clears throat> of late, at least in a number of them, although Klingspor's extravaganza is different because they have a lot of teaching workshops where there are guys doing work on and there. But guys, of late, guys and gals, there's some really talented ladies down there yeah. doing wood burning and other things. Yeah. And ah. so, so we, we are, um, it, I have, I have, I have vowed off, I think the, the woodworking show in Atlanta for a little bit. And we're going to, I think next year, we're just going to make, make her fair the thing and get a whole bunch of content creators down there, do some just crazy stuff. It's the wrong time of year, buddy why yeah as it's too hot in september i won't be down well we're gonna get a izzy whole bunch has of a, other content creators izzy uh, has a ball here. thermometer that basically you know this is, he's got this moisture meter on his testicles so, and depending on how much sweat he has on them will determine whether or not he's showing up to your thing it's right? actually so. it's actually a very perfect <laughs> uh it's a perfect time because september is kind of a dead month for events Everybody wants to do something in October. Everybody it's, wants to do something in in in. Uh, but we're forgetting March. that it's September. It's still really hot. It's it, it isn't because but because it only is because my my parents threw the goddamn styrofoam out the window. It's, it's the only reason. <laughs> but I want to I want to back up for just a second because Izzy had one of those very rare moments, and and I'm gonna watch this on the YouTube video a thousand times because I said something that. He kind of didn't want me to say, but at the same time, I was so right that he just had to smile. <laughs> he was like, because when I said ball moisture meter, he was like, he had this face palm look like, oh, here we go. I have to apologize for him. But at the same time, he's like, he's not yep. wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> it was a perfect moment. It just And we skipped right over it and I was caught in it and I just had to bring us back there. Because I could just see him going, Jesus, this guy is. How did I end up with this guy in my life? <laughs> well, at the same time, going, no, no, he's got a point. He's absolutely got a point. <laughs> so, no, I thank mean, you for that, Izzy. You're, you're talking to the treat. guy that keeps the shop at 64 degrees all the time. Oh, yeah. well, the funny part is, is my wife sleeps with a heating blanket on all year round because it's oh, so God. goddamn cold in my house. <laughs> 
Yeah. I have a fan blowing on me that like an industrial, like one of those ones you'd put in a garage, to, like dry your floor after a water heater blows up. Um, I have one of those blowing on me basically in the middle of the night and she's over there just shivering on the other side with this heating blanket just on total high. So I, I, I need that in my life. I, I can't. I, so I completely understand what you're saying. I, and, and I sleep with a sheet on, basically. So anyway, so. Joel was trying to make a point about the... And I, Go ahead, Joel. I Sorry, I, I, just, I, I couldn't let that, that no, the most adorable it's, look it's, that this uh, has ever given me go. I, I think we're going to kind of make a push for it because Atlanta is one of the cheapest places to get to <clears> by air because it's largest airport in the world. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a relatively easy place to, on the East Coast to get to on a drive because every interstate intersects into Atlanta over on the side of the world. So it it's we've had great success with getting lots of people for other smaller events. And this is a much bigger event with much more to do. Um, and it's it really is from woodworking to metalworking to forging to blacksmithing to fabrication to electronics and everything under the sun uh is here and it's 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 just a it's a really uh, i mean if you've ever been to now i have not been to the other shows uh the, the san francisco or the new york maker fair show but i i know all about them because i've seen it i've seen the videos i've seen people interacting and, I'm, and it's just the same way where there's just this overall hype of of kids wanting to learn adults being amazed and disappointed in their poor choices in life that they could have been doing this and everybody having just a blast. And it's just, it's a, it's a weird fever when you get that many people positive about sharing information and, uh, in gathering information and trading little tips and secrets and, and a little bit of one upsmanship on things, uh, that happens when, when you get groups up together like that. But, but in general, everybody's just really willing it's a, it's a great group. Like it's more than anything else. Uh, and this goes beyond just the fairs. It, makers in general are one of our defining features as a group is our ability to be not competitive in a way that hurts other people that are interested in what you're doing. There are lots of, there are lots of, uh, careers like, uh, tradespeople that just don't talk about what they do because they found their niche and their niche, they're protecting their niche. And in the making world, it's everybody's just an enthusiast about whatever they're doing. And all they want to do is talk about it because, I mean, you've been around when we've had social gatherings, we'll have a few drinks and, and the conversation never changes. We're not talking about our boat or we're not talking about, you know, the, the cool toy we bought after we got our paycheck from our nine to five we're talking about the crap we were talking about when we were sober just two hours ago same stuff maybe a little louder maybe slightly slurred, sober but exactly the same stuff right right well, well no, I'm the just thing is, the beginning is, of the evening one of the things is that draws you to the community i mean not everybody in our community is a saint that way i mean there's plenty of dicks but the um but overall uh the people in the maker community are are they got into this as a pursuit and that pursuit gives them a certain perspective, right? So it's like, we want to, uh, I wanted to learn something, which is, you know, how, if you're, if you ended up in our community, um, whether it be an online place or, you know, sort of the YouTube, you know, place where you're, you're, you're looking for videos and how to do things and you stumble across Izzy cause he's, you know, making a goddamn bowling ball out of a table saw or whatever the hell he's into. Um, you know, or, or um, you know, you, you stumble across Joel because you find this really cool group online, uh, you know, or, or the, I mean, name a thought, like, you, get, you know, Heath Knuckles is, you know, turning epoxy and he's making all kinds of cool shit and he's giving this stuff away to kids that need it. And um, I mean, just, just th this community is just, you know, people wanted to learn and they have an enthusiasm for that knowledge, right? Like, they, and that, that is a driving force uh, in, in the people that at least, we deal with on a regular basis, right? You got a guy like Andy Berkey, who is the guy is sitting there. He's, he's casting, like literally casting Jesus. Like he's got, you know what I mean? Like he, he does a lot of like church remodels and stuff like that. And uh, you know, he, 
He's just working on stuff that like you can't even fathom, you know, things you can't believe he knows how to do. He's just doing, you know, and it's like, um, you know, our buddy Tony is making these amazing things out of metal and, and, you know, these guys are just, they're, they're driven. And, and I say guys, I'm, I apologize. I, I know gender is a construct, but the uh, gender neutral guys, guys. Yeah. Um, that, you know, just these people are just drawn by this, this insatiable thirst for knowledge. And when they have it, they don't want to keep it for themselves. They want you to have it too. And that is just an amazing quality in, in the community that we have. It's like, if I've, if I know something, I can't wait to tell you. I don't want to keep it for myself and squirrel it away. Like, oh, oh, look, I learned about this thing because, you know, everybody realizes at the end of the day, like, you know, Izzy's talked about pocket holes. The Egyptians were doing that shit 2000 years ago. You know, it's like, yeah, you think you figured this shit out for the first time, but you didn't, right? You, you're, you're third, just, you're, you're riding the, the third dynasty. The, that was about five and a half thousand years ago. D- d- jokes are funnier oh, when God, you exaggerate. Don't Izzy. even get him started on pocket holes. This is <laughs> jokes are funny when you exaggerate, Izzy. Jesus. <laughs> so um but yeah you just have this like uh you know this this really sort of insatiable urge for knowledge and when they have that knowledge they don't want it they want you to have it too Ooh, speaking right? of really cool knowledge something i learned just oh, recently maybe i've been researching the, the whole how centipedes walk and all that crap the, na- the no listen the way the name no, of the please. way they walk is really cool it's called a metacoronal wave that's a really cool name. That's like the coolest name for a gate I've ever heard. Metacoronal that was, Wave. That was actually the name of my punk band in high school. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. That, there. Say that now again one more time. I need to know. Metacoronal Wave. That's. Yeah, that's their, that's the, that's their every, gate. Every, every day's a school day. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I will never forget that now because I was reading it. I was like, that is the coolest name for a gate I have ever heard. Ever. Yeah. Well, and it's well you know, it's funny because our, uh, you I know, had that we, after a few drinks with our, <laughs> with our group here, it's like, I heard this thing. It was like, uh, um, it said a day without something learned is a day wasted. And, and the funny part about the people that, that sort of we know and, and the groups that we hang out with is a day without something taught is a day wasted for most of the people that we know. Yeah. That's a really cool quality, you know, and it's like, um, you know, Joel is making crossbows and he's, you know, he's putting all this shit online so everybody can see it and, you know, kind of work through the process with him. Izzy's constantly posting all this shit on the internet. Me, all I do is just take pictures of finished trays, post them on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you don't really need the process. It's wood. I'd CNC it and then, you know, put some handles on it and it's basically it. But, um, since uh, you guys are pretty smart and I have an idea for a build, I want to bounce it off you guys to see if you think it's a complete waste of time. But I was thinking, you know, you guys like sports and they like having people over to watch sports. Like it's in a thing that they do, which is weird. But anyway, <laughs> it's, um, I, I'm on that. Um, so you have chips, you know, you got like salsa, and you got chips, and you got popcorn, and you got all these things, but if you're like sitting around the couch, you got the coffee table covered with food. You can't really get to the chips if you're on one side of the couch. It's on the other, right? So I was thinking about making the man cave ultimate sports watching coffee table. So the drill power, you know. So like if drill powered coffee table. <laughs> so like if the chips are on one side, like the chips and dips are on one side of the table, and you want them on your side, you just like pull this trigger or whatever. And, <laughs> It either rotates somehow, or maybe there's like big massive chain that just turns everything pulls it over to you, so you can eat the chips. Now, I to to be fair, I think that's a a fantastic idea. B, I, wanna... I I have been in bars where they use G scale trains mm-hmm. to deliver drinks. I've also wanna... been in sushi uh, restaurants where the sushi is made and then put on a conveyor that runs around the restaurant. You just take what you want to eat off the conveyor. That's cool. Like I as the go chef to... is doing it, he divides them up and and <laughs> and throws them on the conveyor belt. Well, I, I think... want to go to a rooms to go with Izzy and just like one of those furniture places, like the big box ones. And you show him a couch, and he goes, "Yeah, but where the f do you put the drill?" <laughs> and you're just like, Dude, it's just a couch. Like I understand, but where does the drill go? This just sits. <laughs> what what else does it do? Yeah, drill-powered coffee table. That is the greatest. Well, we just bought furniture this, my, this last I'll, week that was just... You know, with you know, true confession, me, it's always 
the damn remote controls on the other side of the coffee table and the kids have Octonauts or Dora the Explorer on. I'm like, I want to switch to a documentary. How do I get it over here? So that's what I, you know, that'd be better. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But it sounds more interesting if you can get the Doritos and and dip closer to you. If you're watching a sports game with your buddies and guys, are you are you actually building this? Will this be a video? Is this one of those things you're going to tease me with and I'm never going to see? No, I mean it's it's on the list. I got. I'm going to do a your lot. list is as long as my. That's not very long, but you know what I mean. It's, it's the, a long list. It, it's more it's of as a long mood. As it's, called, it's a mood list. It's like what do I feel like today? List. Oh, right. let's build a Ferris wheel today. Okay, let's do that. Or let's build a centipede. Or. I um I'm thinking about crazy contraptions I can put behind my wheelchair so when I like go places people can sit on it and I can pull them around. But it, it it's, that. it's not going to be like a normal chair. That's never going to happen. And I'm going to call it my thingy. So if you ride on it, you can tell everybody you rode Iz- Izzy's thingy. I really want to. I want to. The next time I tell them when, that anyway. When we're up in, uh, I really want to. I, w- I want you to sit on me in the chair when we ride around up. Oh yeah, definitely never going to happen. I would crush you, you little lightweight. Bullshit. Is, just because I lost weight doesn't mean I'm not strong. Although I am 20. I can hold you up. I'm down 20 pounds now since I hit the chair. I can, so, I yeah. can tell. A little you bit. look thinner. It's actually starting to show up a little bit. When you're as big as I am, it, you got to lose 20 or 40 pounds before it shows. Dude, you should see what happens when you lose 60. Everybody in my family's like, hey, uh, did you see the doctor? They're like, no, I don't have cancer. I just <laughs> started eating better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, some sort of... You'd have to do like, like, like you're like, it's not cancer, but it is an STD. I don't have, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the good AIDS. That's what I tell everybody. And they give me that look like, what? Uh, yeah, it's the good AIDS. It's the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I, no, you need to just na- wake up, make up something completely different. You know, like, like there are things that are named like crab or the clap. There's things that describe it without describing <laughs> it. You should be like, it's the crepes. By the way, I've got, I've got a case of the crepes. crepes. I'm going to go ahead and share. <laughs> Don't do that. I like crepes. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and share. Um, they say that every 30 pounds you lose adds an inch to your penis. It's and that is not true at all. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because I'm due two inches right now, and I haven't seen a quarter millimeter of that shit. And I want... If there is a weight loss fairy, they have skipped over my house. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm ready. Come deliver. <laughs> I just picture a weight loss fairy as like a little dude in like like a, a Gene Simmons, right? No, see, I see a weight loss fairy as like a guy with like his whole left side is tattooed with right. like all the people that he's killed he like with his bare hands. D- d- chimney and <laughs> yells at you. He shows up, he's like, yeah, yeah no, boy, that's wait, what I'm talking you guys, about. It's you guys, time to get swole. You're, you're get out of the garage, grab that steel. A weight loss fairy is a fly that just goes, plops in every food that you want to eat right before you, like, ha ah. <laughs> No, that's not, see, in my mind, it's a guy with, like, a long beard with tattoos everywhere, and he's like, the goal is to get swole, get outside, get that steel, let's get this shit going. Yeah, boy, you better get your pump on. And you're just like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I just wanted the extra two inches. <laughs> Please leave me alone. <laughs> Why do you have a treadmill with you? <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> so, but anyway, holy shit, have we talked for an hour? Like an hour. <laughs> or something? Uh, that's right. <laughs> All right, so, hey, uh, before we finish this thing up, do you guys have anything else you want to say about the weight loss fairy or the lack of no. inches I've received? Oh, no, 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 by all means. Is that right? It's the crepes. <laughs> the crepes. Stop. Yeah, the crepes. You got the crepes. Yeah, that's uh, my, the funny part is, is when I post a picture online and then my mother will send me a text, but she's like, hey, you look great. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> you should probably come by and visit, even though you're 800 miles away. So who's talking about flamethrowers? This is not your therapy lesson here. Dude, you can't, you can't. so we've recorded a hundred. This is our hundred eighteenth episode. Each one is an I might, hour. I might have had. Aren't we to supposed to do earlier? some like giveaways or something for our hundred? Uh, we are no, but no. we are terrible as people, <laughs> and even worse as podcast hosts. So yeah, we um, I, the problem is, is every time we decide to do a giveaway, 
we either use the stuff that the sponsors gave us. Oh, actually, or... I do have an announcement. You ready? Please. We have the amazing ability, and I don't, I can talk about it now, but because you guys are really close friends, and you, you. This is on the internet. Well. And there's only 15 yeah, people but watching. But that's still... what I'm saying. Like, there's only, like, this won't even go. So, I talked Tony Rouleau, he has just finished up his last batch of planes, and they mm-hmm. are amazing. He's Forever? a Jackman, one made out of pallet wood. Huh? <laughs> when you say he just finished he, up his last batch of planes, you mean like forever he's not he, making any more? No, 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 no. He does, he, like he, he only, like he does this for fun. Like he doesn't want to turn into a sweatshop. So he only makes a limited amount of what he does I'm every aware. year. And that's it. Like he doesn't want to do any more. He doesn't want to earn a trillion dollars because he would. He absolutely would. But it also makes his planes rare, which is nice. So he has this beautiful, uh, each of us have one of his planes and uh, would not trade it for anything. Like I'd, I'd probably give up a family member before. I, I, like, don't, I don't have one yet. I mean, right. So. Uh, <laughs> but I will. Sorry, I everybody else has one. I'll place an order. Uh, so he's done his last batch. And we snuck in one extra and he hasn't, and he's shipping it to me, but we're going to raffle it off because to be fair, and I, and I, I want everybody to understand this. Not everybody can afford what Tony does. Like they are completely worth what Tony charges and much more, more, more yeah. oh, right? Yeah. Way more. Right. Uh, and he does the best he can, but he has to make some money on it. Uh, and that's certainly well, not an uh, evil thing. That's a necessary I would, thing. I would say that here's the thing with whatever I, I have. I actually look at his squares. I, I told you I clean my garage out. Um, I looked at the squares that he has because I keep them. There is I have a I have a toolbox and there is a I, I'm not shitting you. This is 100 percent real. There is a drawer in my toolbox that Just only contains. I'm not kidding you. I'll send you a picture of this as soon as we're done. There is a tool. There is a thing in my toolbox that only contains the squares that he made me the six inch and the 12 inches sitting in there. I'll send you a picture of them. And, uh, when I was cleaning out my garage, I was like, Oh, there they are. So, so, but, well, let me, let me make this small, but note. I would just say, if we're going to talk about raffling off something, we should probably do that in the first half of the show. <laughs> Not- well, that's why the, the audience has gone away now. Yes, it's true. Who is ever listening to this part is a masochist. Rob Slice is the only have, guy still listening to this. They, have, they have no self-worth by now. Tim so, Gibb and So Tony. we're going to announce this probably later this week, maybe the beginning of October. Uh, so we're going to be raffling off, and it's going to be like like $10 a ticket. And for $10, and there's going to be a limited number of tickets. And so you're going to get the same chance as everybody else is going to get. And you'll be able to get a Reload plane possibly with any luck for 10 bucks. And that was one of those cool things that Tony worked up an idea on. And I have to give him all sorts of credit on it. Uh, and we are going to send that out into the maker and woodworker world. And somebody is going to be very lucky and very excited in a couple of months. It's hmm. going to be before Christmas. You'll get it before Christmas, but we're going to run it for a little while. Let everybody get their chance to get a ticket in. and. Uh, I don't know, but that's just a couple of lattes. And I me. just wanted, just as a just as a point of reference, um, for those of you that joined the raffle, I want you to keep in mind that the 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 all of the proceeds go towards Joel's Hooker and Blow fund. Right, right. So well, I haven't. I don't even want gotten, you to think it's wasted. I haven't even gotten to that part. So the the uh, cherry I know on this amazing going. Sunday is that we're donating the money. We don't know what. We don't know exactly where, and we'll figure that out, and it'll be amazing, and that'll be part of that. But all that money is going to uh, recoup some of the expense for the plane uh, because, you know, Tony's amazing, and we're going to take care of him. But the rest of that money, the profit the profit from this is going to some charity that we're going to decide on. And we've already been kind of polling people in the, in the community uh, what things really interest them and, and things that speak to their heart. So this is going to, this is like, this is like an amazing, just an amazing, I'm very excited about this because this is what we do best. There, there's a 90% chance that charity is going to involve children and cancer. 
FYI. <laughs> there oftentimes is. I, I'm not I'm not even I say jokes. This is not one of them. <laughs> there is a very good right. chance. So but uh yeah, that's uh keep an eye out for that. Uh I and I know this is real because Joe's talked to me about it offline. So uh that's not only that, but he was excited about it when he talked to me. Pretty sure he was pantsless. Yeah, that's usually Maybe. a tie roll. Yeah. I'm so, pantsless uh, right now. <laughs> you so am I. Right. But, well let's uh so anyway so 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 just to sum up tony rillo handmade plane planes that you cannot order because he only makes a certain amount and you gotta get it on the list he's three years out right now you'll be able to get one for ten dollars if you're the winner of this raffle any of those proceeds go to a charity it's like it's like christmas for somebody i mean for lots of people but it should be yeah. an amazing fun experience better. Well, and, and uh, here's the thing. I, I, I've told you this about Tony's. Uh, he he made me, I have number one, the square of the steel ones that he made. And uh, Izzy was kind enough to donate the, I don't know if he donated, but he gave him the wood um, for the one that I have. So <laughs> two of two of my was, favorite makers in the it world. It wasn't a donation. It was a gift to a friend. Yes. Well, and that gift turned out to be a gift to me. So um, to... To open up the drawer, every time I, I, I leave it in that drawer for a reason. Every time I open it, I smile. Every time. <laughs> so, Excellent. Yes, because it's a, uh, two of my favorite people in the world are sitting right there in that drawer. It's Izzy's wood and Tony's metal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so stay tuned for other creepy things and the raffle that are coming up. In the uh, comment gonna, section, could you guys please let me know why the hell do you listen to this podcast again? Right, right. Uh, please, I, please leave your messages to Mike Laffey at Easy. Maybe I've said too much. Com. It's Mike. It's not Mike Laffey. There's no last name. Michael. Too, people spell it wrong. It's just too much. So, <laughs> yeah, don't send me emails though because I don't respond. They're they're set to automatically go to trash. So, mm-hmm. I apologize. Take us out, Mister Laffey. Is that? Uh, well, before we finish up, I just wanted to say that uh, we're we're um, rapidly ap- approaching our second uh, Klingspor event, where I get to actually hang out with you guys and we get to hug and I get to basically just watch Izzy talk to people all day because really it's everybody comes there to where see. Where we him. have to go over sexual harassment training every <laughs> yeah. year. And well, I apologize, and folks. My favorite thing is here's here's the thing you don't know about Izzy, like I really. Is he, when you look at him, you, you think, like, here's a big burly guy. He's probably a dick, right? He's sitting there in front of a goddamn cheeseburger for an hour, listening to some guy in a walker Cold talk about God knows what. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about, Joe. And this guy's just talking about, hey, man, I watch your channel. This, and, thing. and he's got a burger in front of him going cold. And he's just sitting there talking to this guy. Like, hey, I really appreciate you watching. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did that. Oh, that's really good input. This, I'm like, I have told that guy, hey, it's time for you to go away. I need to eat this burger. <laughs> Not Izzy. He's just talking to him. He just he, he loves people, and I love Izzy. And I uh, just wanted to uh, just say that uh, this podcast has been a blessing, and uh, you guys are really close friends, and I love both of you guys very dearly. Um, just want to say thank you for showing up every week, taking the time to bullshit with us, and to all you people that get to listen to all this nonsense. Um, we love you. I don't know if it's special. I don't know uh, what you get from it. I don't know why you keep showing up every week, but uh, we love you guys too. And we really uh, appreciate all the time that you've dedicated to our show, all the comments that you guys have sent in, um, the swag you've bought. We take all of that money and give it away, do dumb bullshit with it. So uh, if you guys are worried about Joel and his Hooker and Blow Foundation, no, which is a foundation. That's privately funded. We find 503C. Philanthropist for that particular. <laughs> it's but, privately uh, funded. We don't. But yeah, so I just wanted to uh, throw it out there. I love these guys. I love all you guys for listening and gals. I know that uh, there are some females out there that pay attention to the show every week, and I don't know why any of you do. But we really, uh, really thankful for all of you guys, and I'm thankful for the two guys that show up here every week. So, uh, you guys, check us out. We are at at maybe podcast. On the social medias, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We do nothing on Twitter, Instagram moderately, Facebook mostly, even though Facebook is a dying medium. Um, and our website is maybe I said too much.com. 
please, if you got any comments, questions, or anything. I know I said 35 episodes ago I was going to put a comments box on there and still haven't because I'm an asshole. Um, but people love me anyway, and I don't know why. So, but uh, hit us up on Facebook, send us messages, comments, questions. If you want to hear anything talked about in the next episode, we would be happy to bring it up. And if you give us a good enough thing, we'll probably even mention it on the show, which is not always a good thing, but uh, it's out there if you want it. More details on the Tony Rulo plane coming up. You might be able to win one for 10 bucks, folks. Let that sit in your craw. Anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Good night. Good night.